Hi there, and welcome to episode number 18 of the Drone Mentor podcast. Hi there, it's Matt Williams. I'm the Drone Mentor, and welcome to episode number 18 of the Drone Mentor podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about um, something that I think is really powerful. Um, it's an explosive way to grow your business. And it's one of the, the kind of things, the linchpin things that we used within our drone business, and actually have used in a number of businesses now outside of the drone sphere as well, that always, always works if you can get it right. So, I'm going to explain what that is. I'm going to um, try and walk you through it and hopefully give you an idea, a bit of a, you know, oh yeah, that might work for me. And and if you implement it and you implement it properly, then there's absolutely no reason why it shouldn't work for you and that you can't too use this idea, use this process, this technique, this strategy, I suppose, leverage it and use it to also experience a really powerful um, growth within your business. So um, you, I guess you could also use it to launch a drone business as well. Um, and it's kind of a weird coincidence this. Last week, if you're listening to these, <clears throat> excuse me, if you listen to these podcasts in order, um, last week we had Peter Campbell from iDrone Images and iDeployer on who was building drone in a box solutions. And we talked about how Peter had pivoted from uh, being a drone operator a commercial drone operator in the UK, to now being a manufacturer of drone-in-the-box solutions, which is pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing to pivot into, but it's a major pivot, right? But this week, um, again, a slight coincidence, we talked about pivoting. Now we're talking about partnering. So how can partnering with other people, um, strategically partnering with other people, help us as drone operators to exponentially grow our business, to explode our business and bring in loads of new leads, um, loads of new business, and uh, and how do we need to start thinking about that? Because I think there is a couple of critical things that you need to be aware of when you are going to partner with someone to um, be able to use it properly. It's almost one of these, like, it's a superpower, so use it wisely, all right? And, um, and what I would say is, think about this concept, think about this idea, go away, make some notes before you jump on in and just start to reach out to people, okay? Think about, um, and, and I'll come on to talk about this properly, but think about what it is that you're going to offer to your partners. And I think when you sell it to them, try and sell them the benefits by giving them the solution that you are going to deliver for them or with them or on their behalf, okay? Now, what's really interesting with this is that I've mentioned it a couple of times in the past, um, over, you know, the last few months, if you're listening to this live and people in the community, again, you know, these things that I mentioned, they actually work, you know, go out and do them. We have genuinely used them. We drink our own Kool-Aid. We do and have used and implemented all of the frameworks, all of the processes, all of the tactics, all of the strategies that I'm telling you about in every single one of these podcasts. This is years of me making mistakes and trying to, you know, um, and getting a few things right as well, right? But we only get those things right because we put ourselves out there, we try something, and see if it works. If it doesn't, we iterate fast, we change, we move. Um, and, and that allows us to go through lots of these things, lots of iterations of these frameworks and processes and um, things that I'm bringing to you and, and see what works. And I'm trying to 
you know, in giving you all this value in these podcasts and the blogs and all that sort of stuff, by the way, um, we started to put videos into the Monday Motivation blogs as well. So go and check those out on thedronementor.com. Um, cheeky little plug. Um, but yeah, we're trying to do all this. And there are people in the community who are picking up on these little threads that I mentioned in different podcasts and on different blogs and in different things in the Facebook community. Um, and they're actually levering, leveraging those things you know, they're, they're going, hang on, Matt's talking about this. When I'm not directly talking about it, by the way, uh, necessarily all the time, they're going out and doing it and managing to leverage it to great effect. And there are people in the community right now. And please jump on, comment down below, um, you know, where you're watching, well, where you're listening to this, um, or if you've seen this on uh, a video version at some point, you know, go and let people know in the Facebook group. You know, if you want to join that, thejoemental.com, click on the join the Facebook group, uh, join the Facebook community button that's in the header there. And come and join the conversation. You know, hundreds and hundreds of people in there, um, well, hundred people joining every week at the moment, which is amazing. So thank you to everyone who is joining. But um, yeah, come and join in and see what's going on. And there are people in there who are partnering with other people now to great effect. The reason I think that partnering, or there's a number of reasons, partnering is so powerful. You know, not just in our industry, in every industry, you'll find that the, the biggest companies or the the way that small companies, I think, actually manage to grow very quickly is by partnering with larger companies, delivering a solution that that larger company needs or doesn't have in-house or isn't doing particularly well or giving, you know, giving them a way to do it more cost effectively or time effectively, being more resource effective. If you can do that for someone, and deliver a solution, all of a sudden they're going to use you. And that also means that they then don't have to have that. They don't have to generate and create that capability in-house. They don't have to pay to hold on to that capability in-house necessarily as well, which is a big deal, right? They can outsource that to you. And that's the way you need to sell it. You need to sell it as an opportunity to your partners to save money, to save time, to save resources and be able to offer more. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll run through a few examples of how you might want to think about this. Um, I'll give kind of three examples of that and also how we've leveraged it in within those examples as well over the years to great effect. One of the biggest things though that comes out of that and I think from the feedback that we've been getting about, you know, from all the podcasts and the information I'm putting out there, most people, it seems, um, are struggling with marketing. How do we market ourselves? How do we get ourselves out there? How do we kind of make ourselves known? How do we start to build a reputation? Because it's kind of chicken and egg. I guess, you know, sometimes um, you need a foot up and the way that we've always done that to be able to then get the the gigs in that allow us to market ourselves as X, Y and Z or providing a solution to this industry by doing this. You know, the way we created our marketing in the first instance was to partner with people who'd already got the jobs or were going into the areas that we could see um, and actually, I guess, then piggybacking off their marketing. Right. You know, we could do effectively a one to many strategy where instead of us going out and trying to get, you know, talking to 10 people a day. So what's that? 300 people a month. Um, and you do have to do this at first. You know, there's no way around it because you've got to build your competency. You've got to build your capability. You've got to build your confidence by doing those other things. But really, when you have that, once you get you, once you've put yourself in a position where you are capable and you are competent, and you are confident enough to do this, you know, your skills are at a place where you can do it and reach out to people. And for me, I'd rather reach out to 10 people a day who have a, a potential if we were to partner with them for them to be bringing work in to us and giving it to us than me going out to 10 
you know, end users a day trying to find 10 um, people that want me to take photographs of their house, for example, or who want to who want me to go and photograph their boats. They can put it on the wall or whatever it may be. All right. I would rather go out to 10 roofing companies a day or 10 media companies a day or 10 um, advertising agencies a day and say, look, this is me. Here's my show reel. If there's any, and, and this is the solution, this is the offer that we've got for you. We can do it as you and white label will wear your t-shirts. We'll do it as you. Um, it will cost you this much rather than this much. And that means you don't have to have any of this in-house. You don't have to create or maintain any of this capability. We will do it for you. Here's our showreel. Here's some testimonials from clients. And this is one of the other reasons to go and get competent beforehand. Here's testimonials from previous clients. Um, you can see some of the work that we've done for them. And um, and yeah, and, you know, if you want us, we're here to help and we can do anything that you need us to um, and we can do it to this standard. So that's what I would do. I'd start reaching out to them because they they have will have a marketing budget. They will have business development people. They will have people who can go out and actually it's their job. Their life depends on it. Their working life depends on it to bring work in and they can then pass that work down to you. Um, so that's I think one of the big things, you then don't have to worry necessarily about marketing and advertising yourself on Facebook and YouTube and things like that. All right, you might want to do some of that, but it's, you know, it's to a different audience. It's to a different market. Interestingly, just a slight um, tangent, and I'm, I'm hoping to get him on the podcast, actually, in the next couple of weeks. There's a, um, a chap called Will Glover, very, very talented drone pilot, um, heavy lift, kind of super heavy lift in the film and TV industry. Uh, runs a company called Fly, F-L-E-Y-E, -E, um, in the UK. Um, they do some very, very high-end stuff. And I noticed the other day that um, actually they, um, they don't advertise, from what I can tell um, and what I've seen, to the end users. Um, but they have just posted... Um, uh, he posted some social media of him uh, and their adverts in one of the most reputable industry guides for the film and TV industry, you know, because all of a sudden their markets change and they then, you know, if someone's searching for a drone operator, they will pick up this guide, someone in the industry, they'll pick up this guide, you know, and it might be someone at Pinewood Studios and they'll turn to that and they'll go, right, oh, wow, okay, cool, they're in here, they can see all of the people they've worked for, they can probably go and speak to some of the people they've worked for as well, and that's how they're going to get loads of work, and that's how they get the big money work as well. And this is one of the things, right, doing this is going to save you time because you're not going to have to worry about marketing particularly, you're not going to have to worry about going out and seeing loads of people um, to get in small amounts of work, you can go and spend that time more wisely because bear in mind, as I've talked about before, it's our most precious resource. It's the thing that we need to care about the most and look after the most because you can't get it back. Once it's gone, we can't buy more of it, regardless of how much money we make. So we've got to use it wisely. So that's why this partnering and leveraging other people, um, leveraging the marketing, leveraging their contacts is really important. I think. Um, the other one is contracts. Now, we, when we first started as aerial motion pictures back in, well, I suppose when we started in the kind of the iteration, the the guys that people would know us as now um, doing film and TV, we weren't big enough. You know, we were a, well, a two-person crew effectively on the drone side of things at first. We weren't big enough to get some of the large contracts. So what we did, and, and we wanted to move away from just doing media work because it was quite seasonal, particularly at the time. Um, it was quite 
Um, because drones are so new, people weren't open to using them necessarily. They would prefer to use a helicopter or to use um, a, a method of moving the camera um, and get the, the grips to sort that out for them so that they could move it as they needed to. Um, but we weren't large enough to plough into the sector that we wanted to get into, which was the kind of surveying, inspection, engineering for big contracts. Okay, so what we did was that we decided to try and strategically partner with people who were established in those sectors and were exploring the use of drones. And I think we did that very effectively. You know, we got some massive contracts um, where we went out and inspected with drones thousands of wind turbines every summer in the UK, on the land and out at sea um, on behalf of other companies who had tendered for that work, who had won those contracts, but then couldn't necessarily deliver on it. And we went and delivered on it. And we delivered on it as them at such a high level that the, they and their clients were super impressed with it. So I think, you know, just one small quick example there of how partnering with someone can really helped to grow your business. That was 150 grand a year contract, by the way, for three years that we did. And then we, we gave that contract away to someone in the community who then supported us because they had strategically partnered with us so that when we had pilots who were off sick or on holiday or when our pilots were engaged in other business and training people and I was away doing the America's Cup and Bermuda and things like that, we had their pilots wearing our clothing, white labeling for us, so naturally, when it came to a point where we we're like, look, we can't service this anymore, we're going to pass this over to you guys. And we did. We gifted them that, you know, that contract. And, and that's what they've then built their business on. So this definitely can work. But hopefully I've kind of sold you on the idea now that partnering with people is the way forward. But I, I know I'm going to get the questions. How do we do it? So I think the first of all, this is this is what I would suggest if you are serious about this and you want to be successful and you want to thrive and survive in this in this industry okay and a lot of this potentially to most of you who are listening at first is going to seem very counterintuitive you're like why would I do that because surely I'm just going to end up talking to my competition or working with my competition or you know and we're competition right but I'll come on to that at the end I'll talk about it towards the end briefly as to why you need to change your attitude on that and we need to get away from this like us and them toxic kind of um, bun fight for work. We all need to be working together um, and helping the industry, not just ourselves, okay? And that's going to help everybody in turn. A right, what is it? A rising tide raises all boats, okay? There we go, another little one for Matt. So we need to try and raise that tide, right? Get all the boats coming up. So first up, I would suggest teaming up with other drone pilots, which probably sounds a bit weird. I get that. But um, that's what I would do. And again, we have had people inside the drone mentor community who have done this because I've told them to do it. And we have talked about it inside that community. So if you haven't done so already, as I've said before, go and join that community because we share stuff like this all the time. And it's genuinely helping people get better and make money and build businesses. And they've done this and gone, oh, I wish I'd done this sooner. I'd never thought of it or I'd avoided it. So speak to other local drone pilots. One of the big things I would suggest is to form a local group for drone operators on Facebook and start to use it to network. Okay, so, you know, start a Bournemouth commercial drone pilots 
Facebook group or something like that, and then start to reach out to people and ask if they want to join it so that you can teach each other new techniques, so that you can work together, so that you can support each other and add value to each other. All right. If you think about it as well, and here's the other thing, this is one of the other reasons that this works so well. Yes, you might find that everyone's got a Mavic 3 or everyone's got a DJI Mini 3 Pro or whatever it may be now, okay? You might find that you've all got that. But what you might also find, and this is what, you know, our, having trained 43,000, 45,000 people now, yes, everyone starts off or has an interest generally in doing something like that and has the, the low-end, easy, you know, low-barrier-to-entry drones, but actually, a lot of people we found diversify. You know, there are people who are FPV experts and love it and have got all the kits to do that. There are people who are obsessed with doing aerial surveys and they've got a Wingtra or an EB or an M300 RTK. There are people who are then specialists in the filming and they've got heavy lift aircraft that you can fly a Red underneath or something like that, an Ari Alexa Mini. You know, we... We think of ourselves as drone pilots, but actually there are lots of different specialties within there. You know, if you think about the airline world, they're all pilots. You know, if you're, if you're a pilot flying a, an airliner and you've got your ATPL, you're all pilots. But within that, you've got your commercial helicopter pilots. You've got your commercial airline pilots. You know, they're all, there are different disciplines within the industry. And if we will work together, because here's the thing, you know, Stuff like FPV, for example, at the time of doing this, the first person view flying is becoming, in the drone media side of things, more and more popular. Well, why not meet up with other pilots who are local to you, uh, of which there may be some people who are, you know, seven-year FPV pilots, and they can help you, they can teach you, they can train you, they can, or, here's the big one, they could do the FPV stuff for you when your clients ask you for it. And then they get an expert delivery and they'll come back to you again and again and again. And you have a have a, an agreement with the local FPV legend to do a day's work for you at £350. You then rent them out for £700. That's what we used to do. Not in FPV, but with other stuff that we did. OK, in the, the media world, when we were doing heavy lift, if I wasn't available, we had other pilots who were available who charge us £700 a day. Well, our rate was still £1,500 a day. So we would charge £1,500 a day. The pilot would get £700 a day, but he'd get 10 days of work a month, you know, and that's not bad. Um, so that this is, can you see how this is so powerful? It's all this making sense to you. So that's what I would do, you know, and then likewise, you know, the survey chap or girl, whatever, you know, they can go and do any surveys that come in for you and you can concentrate on the heavy lift filming if that's what you do if that's what you specialize in if that's what you do but you can share the other beautiful benefit of this is that you can share work um you know as i've just mentioned if you are busy doing something and you're already on a job don't turn a job down because the problem with that is if you turn a job down when a client comes to you oh, i can't i'm on another i'm on another job and this has happened to us okay Oh, I, I can't do that because I'm away filming in Portugal. I'm away filming in the Dominican Republic for two weeks. I'm really sorry. I can't do it. No, no. What you want to say is, yeah, no problem at all. I'll get one of our other pilots to come and do it. It won't be me, just so you're aware, but I'll get one of our other pilots to do it. Then you can get on the phone and you can speak to the local people who you who are in your network, who you know, like and trust, and who will be willing and able to come and do that for you. And they're white label as you. OK, 
and they'll do the same for you. Backwards and forwards, it, it's you know, reciprocity. It works both ways. So if you're ill, if you're on holiday, if you're busy, you can white label for each other. Right? Really, really powerful um, concept that I hope you take on board and get your head around. The second way I would suggest that you look at partnering with, with people is to be the solution for other people in a niche. Okay. And it might not be the niche that you specialize in. It might not be the niche that you're interested in, but it might be one that you have an idea about or that you want to get into and you can't, you can't break into it. Okay. And I'm just going to throw out there just for the sake of it right now, um, just spitballing this, you know, roofing surveys, because we go to these quite often because a lot of people say, oh, I want to start roofing service. That's cool. You want to start roofing surveys. Awesome. But how many people do you think if you walk down a street and you say, oh, you know, put flyers through, oh, do you want me to check your drone and chimney with a, with a, uh, you're sorry, you're roofing your chimney with my drone. How many people do you think honestly are going to say yes and pay you a reasonable amount of money for that? So the way I would look at this is creating an offer, okay, create a solution and a value package for people who are in that niche or that industry already and might need a solution. They might not want to be putting ladders up and scaffolding up just to check the pointing on a chimney every time. Okay. And I'm, I'm not a roofer. So apologies to anyone who is a, a roofer or it does that kind of work. I don't know whether you would need to put scaffold up every time, but I'm pretty certain they probably do or should do. All right. And that costs a lot of money. Maybe that's why a lot of people don't get the work done until it's too late and it needs doing. We don't do preventative maintenance necessarily because we don't get things checked because we don't get them checked because it's so expensive to get scaffolding up. We'll create a solution that says, look, to get scaffold put up, to check a chimney pointing is this much money. All right. On, on average, this much money. Um, plus the time and the, you know, X, Y, and Z to go and um, the materials and the people and the insurance to go and do it. It's cost this much. If you want to go and do this, you know, uh, um, and do all these inspections and surveys, I can do that with my drone and it'll cost you £125 ago or £150 ago or £300 ago, whatever it is that you work out your solution, the value of your solution could be to the end user. That's what you want to pitch it at, okay, and create a full solution. Then instead of pitching that to the end user, the people on the street, the man or woman on the street who owns a house, go and find all of the local roofing companies and scaffolding companies and get out there. All right, get out there and sell it to them. Why partnering with you offers them such an opportunity. So how would I do that? I would email them, I would call them. I would send them what we call bulky mail. So, you know, send them chocolate bars or whatever in the post with, you know, your details in there and, and the offer, um, whatever it is that you can think of to get them to open a handwritten, um, thoughtful thought about package in the mail, um, you know, drop into them with a, with a brochure, with your offer on it and a business card, you know, this is me, this is what I've come up with as a solution for you. It might be worth a think because I can save you this much money. You know, if it was me, I would go in, I would send them a brochure, I would go in with a brochure and a box of Krispy Kreme donuts or something like that. Okay. Um, and I would put it on the desk, um, if it, you know, in front of the boss, if you can, and I would have a QR code and a web address on the brochure. And then that QR code, that web address would send them to a page on my website, which is a 
video. And what I think I would do is I would do a video about the opportunity you're offering them, them and the, the offer stack. So how you would stack up your offer, how much it should cost and how much the normal uh, um, way of doing it will cost them. And then how much you're going to charge them if they give you 10 gigs a month, whatever it may be. Okay. Um, and you can change that obviously to suit you so that they go to that and see it. What I would do personally is if I was going to go, and this is a lot of work, right? This is why this is why a lot of people won't do it and you'll never make any money. Because if you're serious about this, you will go and do the work, right? What I would do is I would make a video that was three, four, five minutes long that explains all of that. And I would save that video as a template, okay? Then what I would do is I would just append at the front of the video a 10-second five second thing that says, hey, it's Matt Williams from Matt's Drones. I've just, um, you know, I've got a video for you, um, Dave, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd find out what the boss's name is. Okay. Because um, we do this, by the way, using a, um, a piece of software called Bonjoro. I'm not endorsing Bonjoro at all. It is great for what we use it for. But we've used it in the past when people buy courses from us and you send them a personal video. And that's what I'm saying here. So I would find out the name of the, the boss at the, um, at the roofing company that I've just gone and dropped stuff into. And that QR code would take them to a page where I have this first bit. And it's like, you know, Dave, if that's who owns the uh, the roofing company, Dave, I've just dropped a box of uh, donuts in with a brochure. Um, I've got a quick video for you that will explain further the offer that you've got on the sheet in front of you. Any questions, give us a shout. My name is Matt Williams here and happy to help. And then I would put a um, like an intro screen in and then it would run into the kind of three, four, five minute video. So it, it's a personalized video. But what's it take you? Nothing. Because you pop down, you know, you, you have this little web page set up and it, yes, you'll have to make an individual web page, but you just clone the previous web page that you did for the other roofing company that morning that you went out to see. And you just change the, the address on when you go and click print and print out the flyer. Like I say, it's a bit of extra work, but is it worth it if it lands you the the gig, I would say so. That's how we do stuff. You've got to think about, you know, marketing in a slightly different way. So that's the second thing. The third thing to consider when it's partnering is consider, I think, being the person who pulls people together. Consider being the linchpin of the niche that you want to be in. Take the time to learn about other people and their skill sets and what they need and then connect them with the people who can deliver their solution. So, you know, the, and, and there are drone operator registers out there. We all know who they are and what they're called. Um, and they, they kind of do this to an extent, but not, they don't do it as a personal service. They don't do it in such a way that partnering up and you, and what I mean is by that, you know, going back to the kind of the first point on this, where I said, 
find all of the local drone commercial drone pilots and start to network. You be the person who pulls them together as a network so that you all meet up for coffees every, you know, every fourth Friday of the month or whatever it may be. Or, you know, every quarter you have a little networking meeting and you all get together and show each other your showreels and share what you've been up to and um, and the new kit that you've got and all that sort of stuff. Because by you doing that, you being that person, being that linchpin who pulls all of that information together, that means that when someone then contacts you and says, oh, could you do this for me? Actually, you end up not necessarily being the person who delivers on that. You can say, yep, yeah, no problem at all. I, I'll leave it with me. I'll get back to you with the price and availability. Boom, put the phone down. Speak to, you know, Sarah, who flies the FPV. She's the local FPV legend. Sarah just had a phone call from Range Rover to see if you can do other Jeeps and uh, 4x4s are available. Um, I've just had a call from Jaguar Land Rover, whatever it may be now, um, and they want an FPV doing of, a, of their, this showroom in Portsmouth. Can you? Um, are you free on next Friday to do that for us? Um, yeah, yeah, no problem. That'd be amazing. What's the deal? Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. No problem. I will get all the information, pull it together and send it over to you and, and you can go out and do that. And I know there are a couple of people in the industry who are starting to do this. Um, particularly in the roofing survey world, world weirdly, um, now I'm thinking about it, but you know they get all this work in and they farm it out to their network of people. And if you start doing this on LinkedIn, I honestly think, well, yeah, LinkedIn and in your local area, I honestly think done properly, you could make an absolute killing right now because no one's doing it. And if they are, they're not doing it well. And I've never heard of them. So please, if you if you do know of anyone who's doing it and doing it well, drop me a line. Hello at the um, and let me know because it'd be great to have them on and see how it's working for them. But for me, that's another million dollar idea right there for you on the Drone Mentor podcast. Um, and I did that a few episodes ago as well. So I hope people are genuinely taking these things and, uh, and running with them because... I wish I'm like, oh, I just wish I had more time to do stuff. But uh, yeah, anyway, so, you know, I honestly think that's another way of thinking about this partnership idea. You know, as I've said all along, it's not just about flying the drone. It's about thinking outside the box, a bit of lateral thinking and a bit of business um, kind of acumen, I think, applied to this and thinking, how can I serve the drone industry or how can I serve this industry, but take a drone slant on it and put that drone spin on on what the solution I'm going to create is. The um, Just jumping back to that third point, by the way, there's a, um, off the top of my head, there's a chap called Lewis Howes, who I think has a podcast called School of Greatness. Um, I, I've never listened to it, um, but I have heard his story through um, other podcasts. And I'm pretty certain... And again, please correct me if I'm wrong on this, anyone. Um, I'm pretty certain Lewis Howe started out doing exactly this, like for the sports industry. Uh, I think he found LinkedIn in the early days and he started pulling people together and teaching them. Well, he started pulling people together from the industry and connecting them. Okay, And then he built a seven plus figure business, um, pretty much just teaching those people then how to find each other on LinkedIn. So he became the linchpin for that industry on LinkedIn. So quite a niche platform, a niche, you know, niche industry and a niche platform. And he taught them how to network on the platform and find other people themselves. So he didn't have to do it and they didn't need him. All right. So it really does work. So I think ultimately this then comes down to three things. And, and I mentioned at the start that I was going to talk about 
the fact that we've got to change the script on this. We've got to alter the way we think about this and, and we've got to not fight against each other, but I think work together. And it's quite interesting. I um, I once heard a chap who worked for us in the business development side of things um, a long time ago when we first started talk about cooperation. All right. So that was really it, when you move from working against each other. So having competition and you start cooperating and he called it cooperation. And he was saying that actually, you know, this whole concept of <clears throat> a rising tide raises all boats, right? Like it's good for everybody if we work together so that we can deliver a better solution, a stronger solution, a more cost effective, a more resource effective solution than it is from working apart. All right. And, and from that, we can collaborate. And I would say very well, most importantly, particularly for small drone businesses, for small drone operators, you know, your one person or two people um, operations. The big thing that partnering with other people gives you isn't just, you know, the marketing reach that bigger companies have. It isn't just the extra capabilities you can get from partnering with other people who can do those things. For me, it's the contracts that you can then bring in because you have partnered with people who have those capabilities that you don't necessarily have. That allows you to concentrate on the things that it is that you got into this for, the thing that it is that that gets you fired up in the morning and gets you motivated and gets you moving. Um, you know, like me doing the podcast now and things like that, right? I, I get properly fired up by this if you can't tell. And um, yeah, and, it, and, it, and, and that is the, the cool thing because contracts in the drone industry are the thing that you need, I would suggest, to be able to make a plan. And it's only by having those and knowing how much money you've got coming in each month guaranteed that you can then lay out your resources. You can say, right, we're going to take on these three people. We're going to buy this gear or we're going to lease this gear. Again, I've talked about that in the past. We're going to lease this gear because we've got this budget now, because we've got these four contracts that pay us X amount a month. Okay, and we've got those for the next three years. These things are genuinely out there. How do I know? I know because we've had them, we've done them, we get asked about them now and we pass them on to our community. So another great reason, if you haven't done so already, to go and join the Drone Mentor community. You can find that at thedronementor.com. Um, go to the homepage, click on the button at the top, which says join our private Facebook group. All right. So I hope that makes sense to everybody. I hope that was useful and interesting, a different way potentially of starting to think about things. But you've got to start building these in. You've got to start building your awareness of how great a business works, you know, the wider business community works. And one of the big things that happens, particularly in the media industry, um, but I think it needs to happen more within the drone industry. And if we embrace it, if we work together, if we cooperate with each other and take this idea of cooperation um, on board, work together, we can all benefit from it. So yeah, please let me know your thoughts though. Um, like I say, join the Drone Mentor community over on Facebook. I'm always available in there. It'd be great to see you inside there. Um, you can uh, drop me a line, hello at thedronementor.com. Um, yeah, and check out all of the blogs and um, the other helpful advice. Go and sign up for the newsletter over at Drone Mentor because I drop stuff like this all the time and um, I'm doing it just to help you. Also, It'd be great to know what you would like to know, what you're enjoying inside the things I'm delivering. You know, you know, do you hate the Monday Motivation podcasts? Um, if you do, you maybe you need more motivation, but you know, or do you love it? Let me know because I'm doing this for you. 
I'm not doing this for me. Um, you know, it's to help as many people as possible. And if I'm doing stuff that isn't helping you, let me know because that is a waste of my most precious resource, right? Which is time. I'd rather be using it and I will still use it to help you. So there we go. Um, thank you ever so much for your time today. Much appreciated. And um, I look forward to catching you in the next one. But until then, I've been Matt Williams. Fly safe and blue skies. <laughs>